Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2018-2019 fantasy football season. We are excited to have you. We've got the run-up to score week one preview. We are back with plum picks. We are back with shut it downs. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about how our drafts have unfolded in a brief shareholders meeting. So if you'll bear with us, we'll get you the week one preview that you need coming up right now. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Football. And it's Tom. Back. Hey, everybody. This week, boys. Despite what you may have heard to the contrary, football's back. Oh, yeah. We have uh, quite a show to get to today. We are actually recording on site from one of our from one of our last drafts. Tom, you still got two more drafts, two right? Two more. Wow. The marathon. I got through all six of mine yeah. in one week. In a one week run, it was it was magic. <sighs> it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, what a week. Yep, it's it was good to have a day off too. Like we had, I we had, had some days to suppress yeah. and be like, okay, who is actually on this team? Yeah. and who like, was on this team and who was on that team? I <laughs> I haven't quite had that yet. Yeah, we yeah. Today, the I think today is my day off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to do some uh, some yeah. research on your own teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We have been. Uh, we've been doing a lot of research. Yesterday was actually a big research day because we were getting ready for the week one preview. But we were also, like Scott said, researching our own teams to kind of make sure that we knew what was going on with them. Um, so we're going to do a brief shareholders meeting. Um, gentlemen, who do we have the most shares of? I got so much David Johnson. Yeah. And I, like, it was weird because I didn't think I was going to get him in a lot of leagues. I was in a weird range where like, you know, Antonio Brown and maybe someone else had to go ahead of him for him to fall back but he kept falling back and i just i couldn't deny it so i have six leagues and he i have him in four yeah i think one of the big things about this fantasy season is were you able to get david johnson because somebody reached for saquon in your league or zeke or antonio brown antonio brown it was just all in that range where his wrist injury and him being you know kind of questionable because of that was something that i thought I could largely benefit from this year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stafford all over the place for me, of which course. is no surprise. Um, once again, it looked like he was going to get some respect on his name this year, but he still fell all day, every he day knew. in draft boards. The the drafters didn't give him the respect. The analysts finally <laughs> did, but the people drafting were like, no, we're still not picking it. Yeah, so I still uh, benefited from that. I didn't get as much Marvin Jones, but I somehow got a lot of oh. Golden Tate. I only have Marvin in one league. I have Marvin in one. I have Golden Tate in a couple. I got the Saints defense practically everywhere, Oh yeah, which I'm pretty happy with yeah. for those first two matchups. And uh, running back-wise, I really spread it out. And yeah. I thought I was going to wind up with David Johnson, but I'm I'm one here, one there, yeah. and it, it's pretty cool. I did get Chris Thompson. Yeah. I got my Cooper Cup. I got Emmanuel Sanders. The Hills I'm willing to die on, guys. You know, yeah, I put my money where my mouth yeah, was, and good. I've got them. I've of even got Breeze in one. Yeah, and I'm sure our listeners are going to be happy to hear that as well. And I'm sure <laughs> you'll be playing ASJ Week One somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In, in the league that I took Breeze relatively, quote unquote, early, like the ninth round right. in the twelve man or something. Yeah. I uh, I'm like, well, since I reached on a quarterback by my standards, yeah. This is the league that I'll stream tight yeah. end. A couple of guys I thought fell too that I ended up with in in, a, in half my leagues were T. Y. Hilton and Brandon Cooks. I ended up getting. T.Y. Hilton in the fourth round of a draft yesterday, I was really, really yeah. happy about. And then Brandon Cooks in the fifth, which I think is pretty awesome. I get that they're both kind of inconsistent players, but throughout the course of a season, those guys put up top and yeah. receiver numbers. With those guys, like if they both hit on the same week, like your score can be really like something Monster. special. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ended up with Jamal Williams, I think, in every single league except the team that we that the three of us operate together. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was just a guy. I, I kind of fell for for the Mike McCarthy hype train that he's or the the conductor of the train yeah. Mike McCarthy. Well, I mean, he's been out there just saying to. he was how impressed he is with Jamal Williams. Um, I'm getting him at a rate where he's my third running back and likely my first guy off the bench because I've been so thrilled with getting the kinds of receivers that I have. So I'm like in every league where I have a flex, I'm probably going to be starting wide receivers. Yeah. So I'm I'm just kind of banking that Jamal Williams is going to be my first running back off the bench, a bi-week fill-in guy I think that could potentially be become an every-week starter. Yeah, I think that that was, that was a perfect pick in that range. You know, He was yeah. in a kind of a dead spot where 
I think a lot of people reached up for him in drafts, but it wasn't much of a reach to me. Yeah, let's and let's talk about that because there were some there were really some dead spots where you could have gone in any direction. And I don't think that like there was really any blame to be thrown around to picking anybody at that point. Well, I think I th- it was like yeah. six, seven, and maybe like nine, ten. Yeah, I mean, I picked Kenny Stills in the eighth round in in four yeah. of my leagues, not the tenth round. Like I was beating like a drum <laughs> all offseason. See, he said he was so, going to draft him in the tenth, you know, that, so that he could take him in the eighth. <laughs> in the real thing. Yeah, yeah, I had that plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just like like you said, it hit that point where it was like, all right. This is who I value most, and at this point, it's Kenny Stills, so I'm just going to pick him. Yeah, yeah, and especially the running back position. If you can get someone who's going to catch passes back there, it's yep. just going to bail you out. So when people fell like Chris Thompson, Duke Johnson, those guys wound up on my team as well. Right. Um, a, a really interesting ADP guy, and we can segue this into the next section, which is who did you get no shares of? I got no shares of Jimmy Graham because yeah. he people were really re- willing to reach for him. He was the third tight end taken. In one of my drafts, and in and if he wasn't the third, he was the fourth. I didn't I didn't see him go out of the fifth round. I believe that's in any draft, which was you know not I don't think what anyone expected. But when you have that upside with Rodgers, I think when people finally got in the draft and were looking at who was available, they were like, "Man, there's Jimmy Graham's going to score a lot of touchdowns. I'm just going to pick him." And then that, it ended up everyone picked him early. It's that name value sort of thing too, for sure. And I didn't get Aaron Rodgers anywhere, which generally I do. Generally, yeah. I'm in at least a couple leagues where there's you know so many it people who enough. are averse to picking a quarterback that I'll take a stab at him in the late four, early five, something like yeah, that. Yeah. But uh, that didn't happen this year, which is fine. And I thought it might with Deshaun Watson and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah, some hyper on other uh, guys. another guy I really didn't get a share of at all, Deshaun Watson, who yep, did tempt me. To be fair, though, I think it was week 15 of last year where you called that you won't have Deshaun Watson in well, any leagues. Yeah. Yeah. So I we knew were he'd all, get expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were I all mean, like that. But he fell really far for you last yeah, night. Yeah, I got him in the eighth round last night. Um some other quarterbacks were taken. I think we, we're a league that kind of prefers the traditional pocket passing quarterback, and especially with Watson getting hurt last year, I think it we kind got of a lot of sour taste too. in that, yeah, in that I mean, league. I got yeah. Carson Wentz in the twelfth. Yeah, it yeah. was. It's a savvy league that we that we operate. Um, draft that just drafted yesterday. Yeah, but um, but yeah, didn't end up with Rodgers anywhere. Didn't end up with uh, Christian McCaffrey either. He was because of that rise with his preseason. I think it was just. It was too tough. Yeah, for me, the the biggest standout is Jordan Howard. I w- I've been typing him all preseason. I have six leagues, and I didn't get him in a single one. Wow, that's crazy. Because you're the highest on him out of all of us, too. Yeah. All righty. So, gentlemen, real NFL regular season football ready to start. Taffer's so just gotta, waiting. We got to start with Taffer. <laughs> we got to start with Taffer. So let's get to our week one shut it downs. Shut it down. Brought to you, of course, Glad by John have Taffer. Back. <laughs> Music to my ears. Yes, I think they did a. Jo- I think they did a bar rescue reunion the Sunday and Monday of Labor Day weekend because Taffer just knew that we needed him. Yes, you know. <laughs> um, but we need Taffer uh, to help thin out our lineups and make some tough decisions for us. Right. So we will start as we always do with the quarterback position, and I'm going to start. Go ahead, because my shut it down quarterback is actually a guy that we really like this year. It's just that he's got a tough week one matchup against a tough defense. I'm going with Dak Prescott. Um, this is a tough one because he's one of our, in the big kahuna league, as we dubbed it last night. Yes. Uh, Dak is our starting QB1, but tough defense against Carolina. I think he'll get bailed out with rushing. I just don't yes. think his touchdown numbers are going to be that high. So specifically for like a daily league, I don't think it's time to get cute and play Dak Prescott. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. worth mentioning for us that that's a two-quarterback league. Yeah, so, right. And no one else is really available. And our team is loaded. Absolutely. Loaded <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the official Ruts team this because year. Because yes, of that. So, and, and not to just you know harp on our own leagues, but I agree. Uh, if I could have shut, it, shut down Dak, I would have as well. Uh, Panthers defense, just really good. And they're going to be going out there, the Cowboys, and figuring this stuff out still. Yeah. Because it's all new. And... Unless I, I think mean, that's the most important yeah. takeaway is that like the first week I think they're gonna have to figure some stuff yeah. out on game offense. is in Carolina too. And it's by not the way. yeah, it's not a good situation to go try and figure stuff out when you go to Carolina to play them because no. Cam is always good at home too. Alrighty, uh, Scotty, who's yours? Who's your shut it down quarterback? I'm going with Derek Carr. Wow, I think he's still out on a limb. A little sad about <laughs> uh, Khalil Mack leaving and. Yeah. Uh, I think the Rams' defense is going to be really good. I think they're just going to be really motivated for that game in general. And for that reason, I think you can go ahead and just put Derek Carr on the pine. I doubt many people started him or you know, even really drafted him. He's probably out there, but don't go pick him up and don't start him in your dailies. 
Agreed. I think, I mean, it's just tough to see what the Raiders are doing. Um, we, we can use this to cover a bit of news, actually. They cut Martavis Bryant and traded Ryan Switzer. Right. Um, so, like, great vote of confidence for Jordy. Yeah, it seems you like know? he's going to be a, a um, soak-up target. They could go out and get Rod Streeter, who was with them and got waived by the Bills, but, I mean, it kind of seems like they're going with who they're going with. Right. Um, but, yeah, a very interesting offseason continues for the Raiders as they just traded Khalil Mack, too. Uh, so yeah, Derek Carr. He'll he may be in a blowout situation by the end of the game, but yeah, like you said, the, the turnovers, the lack of trust, possibly with the, the receiver core outside of Amari and Jordy, uh, could really cut into it. Tom, your shutdown quarterback. Yeah, my shut it down quarterback is going to be Alex Smith. Yes, going up against the Arizona Cardinals, right in the big toaster and uh, away <laughs> as well. So yep. that's that's a big uh, that's a big knock on that. Granted, he used to play in that division. He's been around. He's definitely right. played in that. Stadium, 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 a bunch, yeah. Glendale, Arizona, lovely place. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't think it'll be a lovely day for Alex Smith out there. It's a new offense. It's his first time operating in that. And against Patrick Peterson, that's no joke. Yeah. So we're going to have to see that top-level defense at home, you know, opening season, opening day of the season. Right. They're back. They've got David Johnson. They're, like, all hyped up. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. It's just going to be a tough environment to operate in as a road quarterback in your first start for that team. So – for that reason and not seeing which wide receiver is really going to be the show. Yeah. Right. And having Patrick Peterson confound that problem by stopping one from being the show. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting uh I think a lot yeah. of course to success for yeah. him. Yeah. I think a lot of the the shutdowns that we're we're going to have coming up are going to be guys who are just kind of in a, a wait and see. You want to at least see them play one week and see how it unfolds. Yeah. Kind of thing before we just go starting them. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're going to go to running back because my shutdown running back is Saquon Barkley. Wow. Um, daily only. You're obviously going to start him if you drafted him in the first round. Right. But, um, you know, he's going against the Jags, a really tough defense. He missed a lot of time in the preseason because of that hamstring injury. I mean, I'm just I'm worried about the dude's first start. I want it to go well, but there's a lot working against him. To go well, he is going to be playing in front of his home crowd, and I'm sure that if the Giants get the ball down to the one, they're going to run it up the middle with him four times so he can get his first touchdown. I hope so. And and it, you can't really blame the Giants for doing that too. They've got a, a lot invested in him, but I'm a little concerned about Saquon. He's not going to be in any of my daily lineups for this week. Yeah, I think that's fair. Just the, the matchup is tough. Well, yeah, and it's kind of like the quarterback thing, right? It's it's Saquon's first game ever yep. in the NFL. Yeah. He's nursing an injury. Playing against the league's best defense. He's going to be as pricey as any of the other elite options, yep. yet we don't really have any proven data on that. No. So if you're looking in your fantasy or in your daily fantasy lineups, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm shutting down someone else a little bit later who's it's going to be yeah. daily-minded as well. It's okay. something to go off of, too, because, like, you know, you can you may it's not a big get a daily good, week though. It's too. a huge daily oh, yeah. week. Yeah. Oh yeah. You want to get your your best foot forward out there, and we got something to talk an, about has with that the later $2 too. Two million dollar oh, yeah. tournament. All the games, right? All yeah. The, yeah. Everything. All right, uh, Tom, you're running back. Yeah, I'm gonna be shutting down. You kind of caught me by surprise there. I can go. Oh, go ahead, Scott. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm going with Chris Carson. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> Another guy in a kind of wait it's wait and see. I do think he's gonna be like the bell cow, but I think that you got to be wary about what that means for Seattle yeah. because their line is still terrible and they're still likely to throw the ball a ton. Even though they've ch they've kind of revamped their offensive weapons, I still think they're going to throw the ball a lot. And I think starting Chris Carson week one could be a mistake because you're also going against the front seven of the Broncos, which is just awesome. And, and has been looking good in the preseason yeah, as well. So it's going to be a tough matchup yeah. for the Seahawks in general, and yeah. it's going to be the first a bit of, of a proving ground for that uh, offensive line. Yes, They're no really going to have to show up or they're going to set the course for the season yeah. in a very so with sad tone. All those yeah. things kind of piling up, putting in Chris Carson – it's just something it's that tough. I would definitely yeah. advise. Against. Totally worth it on your roster. Yeah, of course. Yeah. In, yeah. in one of my leagues, like I have a flex, I have two flexes and I was, I actually pulled Chris Carson from one of them to start Nelson Aguilar. I like that because I just don't want to, I just don't want to deal with Chris Carson. I can't first believe week you didn't and, have Aguilar in your starting lineup already. That's your boy. <laughs> I can't believe I wasn't able to say that I had the most shares of Nelson Aguilar yeah. <laughs> earlier. Well, uh, other people are uh, wise enough to him. I know. Too. Yeah, it yeah. really did. Tom, you're uh, your shut it down running back. Has been yeah, I, I do remember now. And that's going to be <laughs> Alfred Morris. Yeah. Um, he's going against Minnesota Vikings, which oh. a, another great what? We didn't talk about the Jarek McKinnon news at all. Yeah. Oh, well, here so we go. So he tore his ACL. Jarek McKinnon 
Good riddance. No, yeah, rest in peace. Get well soon. See uh, you next love year. Love the guy on one of my dynasty teams. Me too. Heartbreaker. Thank God for the IR spot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Tom. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's worth it to get it out there. Otherwise, someone might be like, "Why are you talking about Alfred Morris?" Yes. And that's because he <laughs> may be now the starter. Um, Matt Breida also in the mix, but I like Matt Breida in this matchup a little bit better, especially in your PPR formats. Alfred Morris, really not a pass catcher, even when he was the bell cow. Yep. His highest season total reception was 17 receptions. It's one a game. Uh, yeah, it's not pretty bad. Good. So Matt Breida, I see catching the ball out of the backfield yep. still, and that's more along the lines of the back you're going to want to play versus a front seven like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Alfred Morris... Though I think he's nice fit in that situation, understands the Shanahan offense, all that good stuff. He's worth it on your roster, believe me. Yeah. But I don't think he's worth a start this week because he's going to be tough sliding against that front seven. Agreed. I'll follow that up. Is Matt Breida worth a start? Matt Breida's worth a start if you're like a team that went light on running back okay. in general. Yeah. And maybe in daily, as I don't know what he's priced at right now because the prices came out a long time ago, so he might be priced pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah he's and probably pretty. Favorable. That would be interesting, especially as a little bit of a contrarian play because people are going to be fading yeah. the 49ers running backs. And I for think, sure. I think the official Ruts analysis is I think Morris and Breida both worth a roster spot. Yeah. But wait and see if you can before you start one of them. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. think that you know the path to receptions is there for Matt Breida. So yep. in your PPR formats and just favor DraftKings, his full point PPR, yeah. that's where you, you're, I'm going to edge to for now. Got it. Yeah, and I think throughout the year you're going to be able to find when to play Alfred Morris. And it's a shame that Alfred Morris doesn't get to play the 49ers. Yeah, yes. because that's the perfect start. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's how he got the job. He's just been killing it in practice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom, do you want to go to your wide receiver then? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. And it's a daily one, so I'm going to shut down Mike Evans. He's playing. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> hey, I've got him in a couple of places too, and I'm happy to have him. But he's got, <clears throat> excuse me, he's got Ryan Fitzpatrick with him in week one, and for possibly the foreseeable future, we'll the Bucks have not committed to bringing Jameis back into the starter's role no. the moment he gets into town. I, that's so coach speak. Right? I agree, but I mean, it's just worth it to put out there. Yeah, it is. Um, it's fun. And not to mention, he's going to be going against my boy, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. So that's a pretty tough matchup. You work in the fact that he's with the backup quarterback that, you know, granted he's had success with Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I'm going to say that I'd rather him play with Jameis Winston. So there's enough yeah. things working against him that in daily I wouldn't be paying up for him because I know he's going to be pretty well priced. Yeah, he'll probably be a top 10 price wide I would receiver. say top 10. He's not really probably going to be priced as an elite option, which we still think he is an elite of course, receiving yeah. option. Yes. So I'm happy to get back to the Mike Evans well week two, week three. Yeah. But for now, um, I'm going to avoid him in daily week one. Yeah, let's get that value down and then we can buy back yeah, in later. Keep we, it going. Down. Keep and driving don't forget, it down. That's right. Marshawn Lattimore had Mike Evans on the verge of a meltdown, and I think he actually did um, uh, in one of their did. games this season. Yeah, yeah. meltdown yeah. Mike. Yeah. yeah. He got suspended. We just watched the Prison Mike episode of uh, <laughs> The Office the other day. Yeah. Or, no, Date Mike. Date <laughs> yeah, Mike. Yeah. That's what we got to do with Mike Evans. We got to give him like different mics. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Scotty, your shutdown wide receiver. I'm going with Allen Robinson. Love this um, one, by yeah. the way. This is a player who I think you'd see play against Green Bay and say, oh, that's a really favorable matchup. But they just spent a lot of draft picks in their defensive Josh backfield. Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Remember the name. Right. They have another big-time corner that I think is going to spend a lot of his time with Allen Robinson. Mitch Trubisky hasn't proved anything that he can throw the ball to an outside receiver, which he did not do basically all last year. I get that John Fox didn't really give him the chance, but he still didn't do it. You look at these preseason games, Trey Burton's eaten up, Tariq Cohen's eaten up, and it seems like that's just how they're going to move the ball, especially if there's going to be a guy on the outside who can potentially lock down Allen Robinson. I agree. Um I was, it was interesting, Tom, because when we did the Bold Predictions episode, you were thinking about copy-pasting the Marshawn Lattimore take that you had last year and replacing it with Josh Jackson and the Packers instead yeah. of Marshawn Lattimore and the Saints. So it's good that we got that out there um, because I thought that was a really interesting take, even though it didn't make the episode. Um, but you're right. I think the Packers secondary is going to be a lot better. I actually ended yeah. up with HaHa -Ha Clinton Dix in one of my uh, IDP leagues, which I was very happy nice. about. Like him. Um, but, Alabama. But yeah, oh, yeah. I, I agree, Scott. <laughs> Allen Robinson, you know, he was being drafted in that flex range by the end of the summer, which I think oh, is yeah. a good value for him. But he was being drafted in the flex range so that you didn't feel bad about benching him in a week like this where it looks like he might not have as good of a matchup as you think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you went early, you could probably afford to bench him. But if you went early at running back, you might be committed to playing the guy. Yeah, right. And it's not impossible that it works out. But we're just saying that, you know, this is one of those things I say to say yeah. the, the Packers secondary might be a lot better this year. Yeah, yeah. 
Agreed. Uh, I'm going with Marquise Goodwin. Uh, again, that, that tough matchup against um, – who are the Niners playing? <laughs> Whoops. The Vikings. The Vikings, the Vikings yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, Rhodes closed, right? Xavier yeah. Rhodes had a really great time against elite-level talent last year. Yes. Um, except for, you know, Michael Thomas in the playoff game. And Marvin Jones. And Marvin Jones. But <laughs> um, nobody holds Marvin down. But I don't think Marvin Jones and, you know um, – Michael Thomas are on that same level as Marquise Goodwin is yet. The They're list bigger body receivers too. The list right. of people that he shut down is better than the list of people that have Right. You know, and that got, list of people yeah, he shut down includes Michael oh, yeah. Thomas in week one. It last includes year. Odell Beckham. Yeah. It includes stars going yeah. yeah. yep. So it's it's worthwhile to be afraid of Xavier yeah. Rhodes, even though I believe that was uh possibly a Thanksgiving game where my or Marvin Jones went off on him. Uh, it might have been, yeah. Maybe, so yeah. I think like everyone kind of saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And got this, the he had too would, much tryptophan in him. It would explain why it sticks in the memory. That's for sure. Yeah. He's tired. Yeah, of course, of course. But Marquise Goodwin, like I said, I don't think he's that elite level talent or that elite level receiver quite yet. I think he could get there by the end of the season, and that's why I'm happy. I hard have to him. match Xavier Rhodes' physicality yeah. if you're Marquise. It's Goodwin. just worth right. noting that I mean he is the one in that offense, and they're yeah. treating him as such. So there's no way Xavier Rhodes won't line up on him exactly yeah. all right let's swing it over to tight ends uh i got i'm gonna rip the band-aid off here and go with mine because i'm i'm shutting down david and joku ouch yeah Steelers were tough against the tough against the tight end last year yes they're gonna be missing shazier obviously but even still tight ends had a tough time scoring yep. against um uh, against the Steelers last year. Of course, Gronk had a great game against them, but he's Gronk. David yeah. Njoku is not Gronk yet. That's yep. why we're not um, shutting him down versus and the we do think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we do think the Steelers are not going to be, or we do think the Steelers are going to beat the Browns, of course. Yep. And so I think that's going to mean that that offense has a tough time getting started uh, week one against the Steelers for the Browns. So I think the Browns are going to they're going to start off a little run heavy. Yeah. The Steelers got run on a lot last year, and Hyde has looked so good in the preseason. I Absolutely. agree with that, and I think that a hype on Njoku is really high. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still like, yes, he's a startable option every week, probably. It's yeah. not like, yes, he is. Yeah. Right. So when you're going into a matchup that's less than perfect, it's worth it to say, hey, look, this the water's not quite as warm as you might believe it is. Yeah, for so, sure. I, can he go out there and score? I, I mean, a couple of my teams certainly hope so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one of mine does too. Yeah. But one I, of mine I too. totally understand where you're coming from. And I right. get it big yep. time. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll go. Yep. Evan Ingram. Uh, just the Jack's defense is too good. And we've been I'm down scared. on him all summer. Yeah. I'm going to, well, and I'm going to stay down because I'm scared of his target go share. The same way. Yeah. It's just not going to be the same for him as last year. Exactly. And he starts off with Talvin Smith <laughs> covering yep. him for the whole first game, which is not easy. No. And that Jags defense is awesome. So I think he's going to have his struggles and he's, you know, he'll throw up a clunker this yeah. week. Talvin Smith, Miles Jack, they're going to have some fun bumping <laughs> they, around Evan Ingram. They have such good defense. Yeah, they're great. So like anyone shutting down anyone against them is, is an easy one. Yeah. It's going to be quick. Tom. I'm going to go with Eric Ebron versus the Bengals. Uh, Vontae's perfect is going to be suspended for this game, and that's why I want to talk about it. I don't think that you want to just say, oh, because they're missing a linebacker, Eric Ebron's going to run wild. You've really already in a weighted coin flip with Jack Doyle, yes. and I think that Jack Doyle is probably the one to own here. Yep. He's already got a lot of trust built in with Andrew Luck. Uh, and, and one Eric, good preseason Eric Ebron game is the one mean. who's working it into – becoming a real yeah, connection it's, right. it's not there quite yet and Vontae's perfect is he's not the coverage guy of your dreams he's an out outlandish insane athlete who's an outlandish insane character yeah but i don't think that he's you know that perfectly amazing coverage guy yeah, yeah. so the linebacking core doesn't change to me in that regard. Right. They might get gashed in the middle of the field in some plays that otherwise Vontae's perfect might have plugged up yeah but to me, I, it doesn't excite me about Eric Ebron. I saw people drafting him. Yeah. I see people excited for him online. Um, even as a, a daily contrarian kind of play, I don't like it this week. Yeah. It's just not an Eric Ebron year, possibly. Yeah. It might not ever be an Eric Ebron career. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's funny it's because, because like I've seen Jack Doyle getting drafted, and usually it's either one or the other with the Colts tight ends. But, you know, it's funny. Like Eric Ebron had the one great uh, preseason game, but the game before that was all Jack Doyle. So they had a Jack Doyle game, 
And then they had an Eric Ebron game for yeah. the Colts tight ends. So I'm thinking they were trying to like figure out how the scheme's going to work with both of those guys. And then somehow they're going to meet in the middle and just try to make sure that they get both of them involved with what they do best, right. which could mean a really frustrating year for the Colts yeah, tight ends. Yeah, because it's T.Y. and then Grant, who doesn't get you super excited, no. and then those two tight ends. So I think Jack Doyle will kind of become a de facto wide receiver, too, in the offense. Yeah, he could. And Ryan Grant will be right around the same. Yeah. He'll be like a wide receiver, two. 2A, 2B. Yeah. And I think Eric Ebron will be sort of the true tight end. And that's why I bring this up is that I don't think this is like a great matchup despite right. the missing pieces for the for the Bengals. Right. Absolutely. All righty. Gentlemen, we'll move on now to the more positive side of our weekly preview. It's time for the Plum Picks. I can feel it down in my plums. Brought to you by perhaps the funniest outtake of a television show ever. Yes. Uh, you'll look it up after this, I'm sure, well, if you don't know what it's about. That one made the... Oh, it did? I may have made it, but the outtakes from that. Oh, place, yeah. Just, from East Mountain Down with yeah. Will Ferrell. Just, God, man. Yeah. That is one of the funniest videos ever. Yep. Ever. If you, like, if you watch any Will Ferrell movie on DVD, you have to go to the gag reel to see the jokes that like didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. They will literally just riff on the same scene for like 15 minutes, and everything the dude says is funny. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, he's awesome. Unbelievable. All righty. Uh, plum picks, though. Our guys that we just, we can feel it. We can feel a good game coming. Uh, we'll start with quarterbacks, and we'll start with Scott. Because, of course, of course he's picking this guy. Yeah. I'm going with Phillip Rivers, guys. Of course I'm going with Phil. <laughs> he got his dog back. Yeah. He's got Gates back. You know, that's worth bringing up. Thank Another you, Don. So Gates comes back, and he already knows the playbook. He's been there for two decades, it seems like, at this point. Phil's loaded up with weapons this year. And another thing I want to bring up is that Kansas City's defense is not going to be this pass-stopping defense that they've been in the past. They lost Peters. Yes, they did retain Kyle Fuller in that trade for Alex Smith. But he's a slot corner. And Rivers is going deep, baby. He's not worried about the slot. I think he's going to have a really vertical approach this year and really let the ball fly. So I love him this week. I love him this year. I love him forever. How could you not? You know, I mean, the Chiefs defense traded away their best corner. Eric Berry's coming off a torn Achilles. Yeah, they're they let go of Derek Johnson. There was a lot going on, and I just think that like it's looking like this is going to be a big win for the Chargers. Maybe a statement win. Maybe a pause the hype train on Pat Mahomes a little bit with yeah. that Chargers defense coming after him. Um, yeah. That one's, I think, I'm really interested. I'm most interested, I think, to see the Chargers in the Chiefs game this this season because there's or this year because or this week. Jesus, <laughs> it was You're so excited you just can't even get it together. Yeah, I lost a lot of money last night. No, um, but no, that was uh, Tom. <laughs> but uh, no, I I do think that this Chiefs Chargers game is going to be really interesting, and that's going like if I had to pick one game to just watch instead of like a red zone type deal, I think that's the one I'd watch. You can do that somewhere else. I probably will. <laughs> um, Tom, we'll go to you, plum pick quarterback. I'm going with Andy Dalton. Yeah, uh, I love this guy. We love this guy. He never gets any respect. Last year, he started out the season in an insanely bad fashion. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm back to the well. I mean, he's playing against the Colts, who have virtually no one that could stop someone like John Ross, and I've brought that up. But here's the thing. I'm really burying the lead with that. Yeah. They have no one that can stop A.J. Green. No one. No. So this is still a prime matchup for Andy Dalton. Now he's just got better weapons. Theoretically, Tyler Eifert is healthy. Remains to be seen if he could play one minute of football. I think he's going to be out there but for I mean, at least a snap. Exactly. <laughs> this is the game that they've got him. They're fully staffed. Yep. Joe Mixon in the backfield. The team has always been bad yeah. against the run. And we've got Joe Mixon and Gio Bernard, who are both great receivers out of the backfield. All he's got to do is dink one to them, and they could save him with another touchdown. Padded yep. to that fantasy stat sheet. Yep. I think he's a full go. I know he's cheap in daily because I'm playing him already. Yeah, love that. You know, I can roster this guy. If you drafted Carson Wentz, this is a guy that can get you through the, the tough times. If you drafted no Jameis Winston, this is a guy that can get you through the tough times. And if you're just looking to stream week one, this is a guy that can get you through the tough times. Andy right. Dalton could become the fantasy version of Ryan Fitzpatrick in that you drafted him to make up for the Jameis suspension, and he could end up starting for you year season long. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. No this guy's been a top five quarterback before. Yeah. Yeah. He's had crazy seasons. Uh, my plum pick is Jared Goff. Big time moment for the for the Rams. Their debut with this newly revamped roster on Monday Night Football. Last time, last time they were on primetime television, they were woefully disappointing. But this time, they got Gruden's Raiders or yes. the skeleton of... The Raiders. Jack Del Rio's Raiders. <laughs> yeah. And they are going to light this team on fire. Yeah. 
in their home opener. I'm thinking the Rams might score 50 this week. I'm thinking I'm going to drop my plum pick wide receiver because your boy Goff's dropping one in the bucket to Brandon Cooks oh, for yeah. a long one. Oh, yeah. They have think, no one that can handle I don't him. think they have anyone that can handle Cooks over the middle, over the top. I think he's going to have a monster game this week. They yeah. want to get him involved, I think, in his very first game with the team. So I just wanted to throw that one yeah. in there. Get us get us moving along in these plump picks. Absolutely. I think Goff, like, they traded Khalil Mack. They can put all of their attention on Bruce Irvin in the pass rush. Goff is going to have forever to throw. Even if he doesn't, they're going to set up those quick plays to Bob Woods yep. or Cooper Cup or Cooks. Yeah. And it's just going to be a or nightmare that guy to have in the back start good for too. Gruden's Raiders. <laughs> yeah. We don't even need to name him, actually. Uh, so let's move on. So you to... want to do wide receivers now? Since Might as well. Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. Go ahead. No, I mean, I don't mind. Week it's, one off script. Way I'd to go, be happy guys. to go with mine. It's uh, Devin Funches. Not the a guy Funch. who's getting a lot of hype right now. But zero love in draft rooms. Zero love. But this is a great matchup for him, guys. Yeah. He's going against the Cowboys who have been just bad against good wide receivers. I targeted we were, them we all We were plum picking against year. them we all last murdering year. murdering them. Yeah. And it worked to, you know, fantasy success. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about it. And right now we have a great opportunity because like some of these other teams that we were mentioning, they have a really good linebacking core who matches up well against the tight end. So Greg Olson, though we're not shutting him down because he's awesome, yeah. is going to have a hard time out there, going to be open a little less frequently yep. than maybe Cam or he is used to. DJ Moore, first career NFL game. Yeah. So who are you going to throw to? Devin Funches, the, the guy you've got to rapport with, the guy who's a big dude, can score some touchdowns this week. I'm talking this guy could score two touchdowns. Yeah. Absolutely. This guy's going to get a lot of targets. He's going to get a healthy dosage of fantasy points. And I don't think this is a week where if you drafted this guy, this is a week where you should be playing him. I yeah. think yeah. he's like a stash on your bench in case someone tears their ACL. No. He's a flex this guy this week. Play him in your wide receiver spot. I really, I, full vote of confidence from me. Where I have him, I'm playing him. I love that pick, Tom, because I'm guessing a lot of people who drafted Devin Funches were not planning on starting Devin That's Funches. the thing. Or not even really like that happy that they got him. No, just but you should be. He's going to have some yeah. great matchups this year. I, I totally agree. What's nice about the Cowboys, too, is that like – it was a wide array of receivers that yeah. did that. It was like Keenan Allen, who's like a possession Cooper guy. Cup. Cooper Cup. Uh, Tom's Sanders, boy, Emmanuel Sanders. Larry had a Fitzgerald. It was, the list goes on. Yeah, it was just all different types of, all yeah. shapes and sizes. Equal opportunity. <laughs> just giving it up to receivers yes. for the Cowboys. We appreciate that. I am going with my boy for this year, Nelson Aguilar, as my plum pick wide receiver. Yes, of course. Alshon Jeffrey Hurt. Not possibly not playing. More than likely not playing. Yes. Carson Wentz more than likely not playing. So you got pretty Foles back confirmed. there. Pretty much confirmed. Uh, you got Ertz across the middle, but I really think Aguilar is going to be the guy who they're going to on first and second down. Their guy that they're looking to to make some big plays out there. Because quite frankly, they need him to. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they got Mike Wallace, who also is dealing with his own preseason injuries, and he's going to be playing his first game with the team. I he's think he's a field. sneaky... Uh, a daily play. The only problem is they play on Thursday night, so you got to play in a wonky kind of game. Yeah, yeah, you're that right. That made me mad. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to wait forever for it for Sunday, or just play a quick Thursday. Yeah, one. Like, and plus he's we not had to, in the big contest. Yeah, cool. You no. know what I mean? And we had to have somebody like, playing in the Thursday in the first game on one of these segments. So I, I mean, was like, let's go with that. People are playing yeah. the first NFL game. They're playing daily fantasy. Of course, trust me. Absolutely, oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. All right, uh, should we go back to running backs, or should we save them for last, guys? Uh, hey, whatever you want. I'll yeah. right. give him for it's last you. since you brought it up, and that's unique. Yes. All right, tight ends. <laughs> Tom. We're plum picking? Yes. We're plum picking, and so am I. I am picking Austin <laughs> Safari and Jenkins, man. The Giants let up 11 touchdowns in 10 weeks, Brutal. a majority of the season, against the tight end position. Marquise Lee, out for the year. Big guys do big things in the red zone oh, against yeah. The Giants and Austin Severia Jenkins checks all the boxes. ASJ is playing huge... for the New York crowd that accepted him so well with the Jets last year too. <laughs> yeah. It's a homecoming. Well, I we really did accept him. I, I think the Jets him. did him. We, he was yeah. one of the official tight ends of Ruts last yeah. year. Oh yeah, and I think he ASJ's will continue money. to be. I think he went from streaming category in Week One, uh, late pick in the draft to possible useful tight end all year yeah. long with the exit of Marquise Lee. Right. You've got the burners in the offense. You've got the Keelan Cole and you've got Dede Westbrook, but you don't have that formidable guy. They, I mean, they have Dante Moncrief, but we've said it a hundred times. He hasn't really ever put together a season that, you know, makes us consider him fantasy valuable. Right. So, Austin Safarian Jenkins, a guy who comes out of our mouth much more often than Dante Moncrief, oh, yeah. I think stands to have a great week one and a great year, and I think 
we we may even uh, crown him the official stream of week one. Yeah, yeah, and we'll get to that. I was going to get to that <laughs> after we were done with the plum That's picks. That's fine with me. All okay, right, so cool. Good preview, Tom. Scott, your plum pick tight end. Mine is Delaney Walker. Yes, you're starting him. I think he's very much worth the, the daily play this week, though. Plays against Miami, who was brutal against the tight end Quietly last brutal. year. Quietly brutal. Has That team has only gotten worse and Delaney Walker has been a reliable, reliable target yeah. for Mariota. When he's got, you know, he's still building rapport with Corey Davis. He's still working it in with Deion Lewis. I think he gives Delaney Walker his nice helping of targets week one. And if he gets that against the Dolphins, he's going to have a big week. Yeah, yeah let's absolutely. be honest. Targets is something that he's never been lacking. No. So right. in this matchup, there's really nothing to fear. Um, yeah. If he gets his normal workload against a team that we know is exploitable versus the position, he's it's money play in the well. bank. And yep. what I'm thinking Absolutely. is, like, he's not going to be a top-priced daily guy. No, I don't because think. with some of the additions at tight end, like Jimmy Graham's going to be more than him. Oh yeah, wrongfully. Yeah, because uh, that's not going to be a walk in the park versus the versus the Bears. Right. Absolutely. I'm going with not ASJ. I'm going with RSJ. Ooh. Ricky Seals Jones. He is going to be super cheap, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, and listen, all the reports from him have been glowing, right? Converted wide receiver. You yeah. know, he was, he's got Sam Bradford's attention. We know that Sam Bradford absolutely loves tight ends. Oh, yeah. Absolutely loves them. Yep. Right? So why not get in a week early on a guy who's going to be super cheap and daily, a guy that you can get for free off of your waiver wire right now? Yep. In a, especially in half-point PPR leagues, because I think this guy's going to be a, a sleeper candidate for 70 catches this year. Yeah, I mean, and I'm in on it. He stands to get over 100 targets, so if he converts most of them, you're looking at a PPR play, and you're yeah, looking no at doubt. a tight end who's going to be useful in any matchup because of PPR bailout. And with Absolutely. his wide receiver background, I think it makes him more of, you know, obviously... It makes him more of a fantasy A unique value. weapon. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, absolutely. It's interesting, the matchups they can put him in. So hopefully uh, they take advantage because the Redskins really weren't great against a tight end last year either. No, yeah, not at all. All righty. We've made them wait long enough. Let's get to these divas, these running backs of ours that we are going to be plum picking. Uh, Tom, how about you? Yeah, I'm going with Tariq Cohen here. Um, oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I think it's just it. a, a great matchup for him. Mitch Trubisky is going to look to check down um, when this Packers defense does start to swarm a little bit or he runs into some trouble. And let's just face it, that's what he likes to do anyway. Yeah. So Tariq Cohen is going to get the peppering. There's finally a coach there that wants to give him the ball. Yeah. They keep comparing him to Tyreek Hill. Oh. They're gonna, they've said that he may as well be a running back and a wide receiver already. Yeah. So, Expect him to be used in unique ways that these young guys in Green Bay might not be up to speed with yet. And just in general, if they're going to be passing against Green Bay, which is generally the way to beat them, right? do some short dunks. Avoid those new shiny rookies back there. And let Cohen just to. speed around. Like, I, there's so many ways I can frame this where I think Tariq Cohen will do well. I just think he needs the target share and he'll get it finally. And last year, week one, he's got like a Carlos Hyde treatment, right? So last yeah. year, he bust out on the scene week one. This year, he'll bust out on the scene Speaking week of, one. my plum pick running back is Carlos Hyde. <laughs> there you go, Scotty. Because he has just week been one. incredible week one in week one. He's a week one Four touchdowns monster. in week one in the last three seasons. Awesome, right? He has great numbers in week one. He's been fed. And the Steelers really were not that great against the run last year, like we said before. I expect the Browns to go pretty run heavy yep. in their approach. And Hyde has been awesome it's in the preseason. It's his job to lose. It's he his job to it. lose, and he's looked so good. I think he's just going to keep keep that momentum going. I think you could book him for a touchdown and like 80 total yards. I love it. I think he's going to have a great week. Yeah, we, we just talked about it before with the Steelers uh, being susceptible on the ground game. I think you're absolutely on the money with that. I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's just going to be a great week for, for Hyde. Maybe not a great week for the Browns passing game, right. but a great week for Hyde. Kind of like a, oh, like that's right. He was really good last he year. He was a top 10 fantasy was, back last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if the Browns win, it will have a lot to do with him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, my plum pick running back is going to be Alex Collins. Oh, yeah. I think the Ravens defense is going to have a great time picking apart Nathan Peterman, who was just announced as the Bills' starting quarterback before we pressed record. I think, you know, like Lanthan Peterman's one NFL start, what do you have? Five, five first half picks. Five first half picks, three return for a touchdown. I think Two? it was. Whatever. Either yeah. way, it wasn't a pretty. Uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't good. And, and what I. Th- even so if it was zero, all, it was bad. I say all of this to say 
if the Ravens are going to be up, they're not going to want to take too many risks with Joe Flacco in the deep ball game, especially if they can hide that aspect of their playbook behind a big lead and just feed Alex Collins, let him run that defense into the ground. And I think the Bills are just in for a tough start to the season against. Baltimore. I think that makes a ton of sense, and yep. really no argument from me. Yeah, I think that's one of the that's going to be one of those survivor pool picks. Absolutely, where it's going to be the Ravens for me week one. I know yeah. I'm taking them. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. a good call. I like that. I just took them last night, as a matter of yeah, fact, that's because a good call. of this. Uh, but the Ra- I mean, yeah, the Ravens have a playmaking defense. They have a quarterback who understands that when he can and cannot take shots. They're going to feed Alex Collins. And I, I think it's just it's just that easy. The Bills were bad against the run last year, too. So, Tom, you alluded to this, and now we're going to kind of introduce it. It's a new. It's going to be a new ongoing segment, concept, practice for these preview episodes. We are going to be giving you the official stream of the Ruts podcast. So, each week, we're going to pick a quarterback and a tight end. We're under 50% owned right. in, I believe we're going by Yahoo Leagues. That was ESPN. Oh, that was ESPN. Okay, yeah. either way. Um, so we're going by ESPN leagues, right? Under 50% owned. We're going to keep track of that, and then we're going to see if our where our streaming pick lands in the position rankings. Right. So, of course, last year, if you played the tight end against the Browns, every week for the entire season, you had tight end three numbers. Right. Right? So our official— If you play the Ruts tight end this year. Yes. <laughs> our official want. streaming quarterback of week one is Andy Dalton. Praise be to Dalton. Under 50% owned. What was the percentage? It was like 17, I think. It's very low. It's insane. So he's like, I'm on Austin Zaveria Jenkins right now. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And uh, I already spoiled it, let's be honest. And his percentage owned is 26. I'll check on Dalton right now. But guys, these guys are free and they're going to contribute in meaningful ways week one. And I'll tell you what, Tom. 17.6. There you go. And also, I just figured it would be interesting to throw out the the DraftKings price or the FanDuel prices. Yeah. So for FanDuel, I've got Dalton at 6,800. Austin Severian Jenkins, 4,600. That's basically wow. the hundred above minimum. the minimum. Yeah. $100 above the minimum. Wow, that's and beautiful. And he's basically a lock to score. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, first segment's done. Congratulations, gentlemen. It feels so good to get nice. back yeah, to this. Let's uh, that's going to bring us to the second part of our weekly preview. That is the, basically, we just run down the schedule. And we covered a lot of these games, so this is going to be kind of more Quick hitting thoughts, not yeah. too not too in depth. Uh, so let's get to it. Opening night, Falcons Eagles. What are if we you, thinking? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what are we thinking, fellas? I think it's a big show me for JHI. Um, it's you know, like I said with uh, Carlos Hyde, it's going to be sort of his job to lose. Right. We'll see how much they work in Corey Clement, but I think JHI is going to get the run early and often. And I think the Falcons, you know, it's just a good team. We're going to see how if anything changed. Probably not. Yeah, right? yeah. They got most of the gang still together. And the Eagles, we'll just see how Nick Foles can Reminder, play. this was an uggo yes, in the playoffs last year. Like, yeah, absolutely ugly. horrible. Matt Ryan would have only netted you 12 fantasy points in this matchup. So when you so look at these two teams, right, when you look at these two teams and you think, oh, this is going to be a shootout, not so fast. I don't think so. <laughs> not I so think fast, it's going to be like, you know, in maybe the low 20s game. Yeah. So, you know, if you're. If you have some fringe guys, uh, you know, some flex guys in this game, you might consider benching them. Except Aguilar. Yeah, I like Aguilar a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, just have some board games ready to go at your uh, at your opening night party because otherwise you're going to be bored watching the game. Yeah, <laughs> your uncle's going to post on Facebook about how the NFL yeah. stinks. <laughs> what are they doing with this helmet rule? How dare they protect the players? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bengals, Colts. Could be a Damn shootout. millennials. <laughs> First they came for my mayonnaise. <laughs> then they came for Applebee's. And now football. <laughs> uh, Bengals Colts. I, I think this could be a shootout. It could be an awesome AJ Green versus T.Y. Hilton game. This is a this is a fantasy game. This yes. is a fantasy players game. Um we, we all want to see Andrew Luck. Yeah. Oh yeah! Like more than we want to see Dalton succeed, even though you know we're putting our chips 50-50. on him. Fifty-fifty. I want to see Andrew Luck get out. I want to see him out. have a good. Yeah, me yeah. too. So bad. It'd be so cool if he had a good game, especially because yeah. I got a Luck Ty stack in the league. The best <laughs> thing that could happen for this game is if it's played in the thirties. Yeah, I I don't know. Especially if the Eagles Falcon. Yeah, I don't know if, if it they pushes that back high. In time, but back when football 80s. was played by real men. <laughs> Leather helmets. <laughs> We're really dying on this hill. That's a really funny joke. Though, that you back. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Uh, Joe Mixon, I think sneak. We we haven't talked about him enough, but I think that the conversation is going to start shifting towards. Going to be hard for game. him to not throw down an RB one week. Yeah. This I, week think I think it's just a great set of matchups in the beginning of the year for the Bengals to really get back on the right yeah. foot. They could be a surprise team. If the they blow it again, it's on them. Yeah. yeah. If they blow it again, <laughs> sure. and that's it for Dalton. You yeah. got to think too. Yep. Uh, Bills Ravens blow out of the week. Right, I mean, how is this? This is the Ravens are going to be the number one survivor pick. Yeah, the weird thing about it is, is it a great fantasy matchup for really anyone but Alex Collins? Not really. Maybe Shady in the check Shady and bailout PPR. I love Shady in full point PPR. I've been saying it yep. a lot. If you recently. haven't drafted yet, I mean, Ravens defense, I think yeah. now becomes an awesome yeah option for week one. The yeah. option, really, the option for week one. I would I, say I would maybe even spring around earlier to get them just because. You're looking at a potential, you know, twenty point player right there for yeah. week one, and yeah. they're not going to go anywhere necessarily. And I hate to say, oh, you know, get your defense or whatever, but you're going to have to play one, so yeah. you may as well. Um, take and then one you take your deep much. shots with like John Ross, who I'm seeing going undrafted like crazy. Yeah, and went undrafted last night for us. Yeah, which broke my heart. I really wanted to get him, but I had Carson yeah. Wentz, so I had to get another quarterback. Uh, my heart equally as much. <laughs> Did Tom just say he drafted two quarterbacks? I drafted two quarterbacks. Shame. Oh. <laughs> Shame. Wentz in the 12th, though, guys. That's shocked the whole That's a league. Yeah, Still that was, yeah, that was a good one. everyone yeah. with those two. Bucks saints This is an interesting one. I think that this one could be, you know, a kind of high-scoring game if Fitzpatrick has his wits about him, but you know how he is. Sometimes he's on fire, and sometimes he is a lost dog. Um, sometimes saints you're like, D oh, yeah. all over this, man. Yeah. I think the Saints are going to have a, a rip-roaring before, good time. Before the Nathan Peterman news, the Saints were your trendy de- defense I, pick. They still are, and, yeah. I, and if you can't get the Ravens, go you know, just pick the Saints in the yeah. second to last round. I've been doing that all over the place. I yeah. sleep perfectly well at night knowing that they're on my team. <laughs> right. But I say start all your Saints. This is a yeah. Saints happy game. Yeah. This is a welcome back Drew Brees. This is going to be really cool. Um, this is big time for the Saints. Yeah. Bucks are going to be playing catch up in my estimation. Yeah. So it's up to Ryan Fitzpatrick, so to speak, if that's going to go well. Uh, Peyton Barber, interesting. Saints not that's necessarily the best against the run career yeah so if they're going to get it done they're going to have to establish a run game um am i starting him probably not would no. i play him in daily maybe i would yeah, yeah. all right yeah because his values got yeah pretty yeah. low too right and you're, you're rolling out your camara your breeze your evans uh, you're starting them. them all yeah yeah i think this on the could saints be, and this evans could be, you're pretty um, much gonna have to start but apart from yeah. uh daily i would avoid him as yeah. he is my shut it down Yes. Texans Patriots. This game was a lot of fun last year. If it's anything like Thank the one God last we get year. it again. I almost tried to shut down Will Fuller just because the Patriots don't really make a ton of mistakes. Right. But I remembered how they opened up the year defensively last year. With Dream Hunt just gashing them. <laughs> and Tyreek Hill, too. <laughs> yeah. And how good Deshaun Watson really was. And I just couldn't do it. I'm not sure yeah. those days of the Patriots defense still exist in that way. Right. I, and I think Will Fuller's a really cool uh, late round pick. And we've talked about him. I got him in a couple places. But yeah. I'm interested to see Deshaun Watson go out there. And yeah. I'm interested to see the Patriots backfield, even though it won't mean anything by the next week. Yep. I think Jeremy, It's still interesting to see. <laughs> I think oh, it's Jeremy always Hill could really have a role yeah, in this yeah. week one game. And I Talking our way through the news. We got uh, Gillisley cut. my ears. Gillisley was cut. Right. Uh, added to I, the Saints. I'm a Jeremy Hill truther. Right. Um, you can add him to my Geno Smith pile. You oh, know, yeah. All that. You know, these are my guys that yeah. I'm rooting for on the yeah. side, no matter what. Yeah. And uh, with the injuries to them and with their thin receiving core, we might even see James White be lining up in the slot and yeah. Jeremy Hill in the backfield yeah. in the same formation. Or Rex Burkhead. Or Rex I think Burkhead. James White is an awesome Daily play. play. Yeah. Awesome daily play. Because yeah. like you said, I think he's playing wide receiver for them. Yeah. I really do. I really think that he's going to start off in the backfield every play and motion into the slot. The, basically every single play. The time on Grummy reverse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like and there's, there's nothing to fear with the Patriots guys except the Patriots themselves. Yeah. So right. it's business as usual. Uh, Gronk always a full go, despite the fact that Houston is relatively good against the tight end. I'm never shutting down Gronk this no. year. No, I did it last year and he scored twice. <laughs> well, did you? You said like in terms of daily. In I'm terms sure. of daily, and yeah. then he scored twice, and it was like okay, yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. But and then you know, uh, you learned. Lamar Miller. You learned. Lamar Miller probably a a great play in any format here. Yeah. I, I really like him. It'd be good to see him, you know, start the year on the right foot because yeah. You know, I wish I had him in more places, but yeah. he's he's a I have no fear with him. I had to reach for him a bunch as my bailout RB2. Yeah, you reached him for him once. last night and I, I sure wanted did. him. <laughs> um 49ers Vikings, handsome Jimmy G in Minnesota. 
Kirk Cousins' first start. I, I really like what I saw from the Vikings' pass game. This yeah. is a dicey one. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins tonight, so to speak, yeah. than uh, Jimmy on my teams. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. But this, this game, game makes me a little nervous. Yeah, for all I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with it. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like there's a lot of unpredictability behind it. Of course, with the questionable, you know, the questionable backfield for the 49ers. Who knows who's going to be their their lead target guy? We all assume Goodwin, but you know, Garcon's been there forever, so there's yeah. some unpredictability there. Who is Cousins going to start his rapport with between yeah. Thielen and Diggs? I think you're and starting Rudolph. both of them. You're starting them confidently and Rudolph as well. I think another part of the and problem Dalvin Cook. is Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray. Yeah. Usually we're going crazy for the running back against the 49ers. Yeah. But we don't as know what we've got to go crazy as for. As a room, we're a little bit divided. You know, it's just weird. Or we're not divided. We're a little bit divided on their backfield because right. the way it was. They never had both of them healthy at the same time, and they both played really Literally well. never. I You're know. right. So yeah. it's just strange that the way that that worked out. So we all tend to believe that Latavius Murray has some standalone value. Yes. And yeah. uh, I think we've all nabbed him. I saw, Don, you drafted him last night. I got him last night. I had to take him in the 10th round because I, I needed somebody. I own him in a couple places. I, I didn't get him anywhere, but, I mean, I think he's definitely someone. Well, you didn't someone. keep Dalvin Cook. I didn't keep Dalvin Cook because of the fear yeah. that I had yeah. of Latavius Murray and yeah. of just their whole situation. Yeah. So That's it'll gonna be, be interesting a, to watch that unfold, but it will also be tricky because – they're so bad against the run historically that if Latavius Murray goes off or something like that, it's not going to be necessarily indicative of his season-long event. Yeah, so absolutely. we're going to have to watch this one closely. I think Latavius Murray's worth owning. Yeah. If he went undrafted somehow in your league, which Go is get totally him. possible. You should pick um, him up before the week starts. Yeah, because he might be the number one waiver wire claim if, you know, all goes according Do to it now, he for dominates sure. <laughs> the goal line. You know, that guy's just a huge Yeah, I man. like that. I like that. If I'm going to I'm gonna take a look through my leagues, and if, if Murray's out there, I'm probably going to pluck him. Yeah. Titans, Dolphins, uh, Scott. This is one you really like Tennessee in. Yes, I've been on the. You know, I've been banging the Tennessee drum since they started. <laughs> since I saw the schedule from the very beginning, I think they will start strong. I think Miami has a lot to kind of vet out with just their putrid play. I think is what's going to happen. Really, I just don't think they're going to be very good. They lost a lot on defense. They lost in Dominican Sue, and they. It just seems like they don't have much going for them. Where the Titans have this whole new look offense and seems like they're building something nice. I think Mariota is a great start this week, and I think that he will put up nice numbers. Yeah, it's the Dolphins are going to be weird this year. I, I really think like they're going to win some games that you're like, how were they even close? Well, this is two teams that do that. Yeah, yes. really. So For, it might be a weird game. It might be just a bad football game. But yeah. that doesn't mean there's not fantasy. Points it might be the had. game that you're like, thank God red zone exists. Yeah, who would you? Not start in this game. That's you know of note. Uh, Corey Davis probably. I yeah, because Xavier Howard really had a great close to last season. They're they're top the Miami's top corner. Yeah, so I would agree with you there. I would probably shy away from him. But happy to have him. Yeah, I'd be fine. I'd be fine starting either of the Tennessee backs. Yeah, I'd I think they're fine with Drake. I think that you could easily see like a nice two minute drill drive in the at the end of the first half from Deion Lewis. And I think you could see to give him his out. weekly value and then a big time closeout from Derrick Henry yeah, at the end yeah. of the game. This is a Henry closeout game. This is a big time Henry closeout game. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that one. Uh Jet well, I guess yeah, whatever. Uh Jags Giants. Saquon, like I said, I'm worried about how he's gonna look. I think he may be outclassed by Leonard Fournette in this game. Right. Uh because the Giants defense had so many struggles in so many areas last year. Um, but I think the Jags are in the meantime, though, they'll still Jersey swap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good call. Do Odell and Jalen Ramsey swap jerseys because yeah. they're going to battle. They might swap fisticuffs. Yeah, they really might. Yeah. Yeah. And Odell, you know, not the most level headed individual. So it is a little scary to have this. Much In what way? I like it. I like that <laughs> you guys brought that up. I'm actually really interested to watch those. Because, you two. know, he's shadowing. Yeah. yeah. The whole oh. game. Oh, yeah. There's no way he's letting the coach not let yeah. it. Right. You know what I mean? He'd be. If you told me Jalen Ramsey ran the Jags, I would be like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> um, and we didn't shut down Odell Beckham because no. we. We yeah, love him. Of course, Jalen Ramsey rocks, but Odell rocks. All it takes it, is one play. Yeah. <laughs> All it takes is one. Yeah, yep. for sure. And it's a slant from him. You yeah. know, just get him an illegal pick and uh, <laughs> see ya. Yeah, bye-bye. So, not an Eli week. I'll tell no. you when they are. All yeah. right? There's going to be know. a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, we'll know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we Tom, will know. Tom will be the first to let you know, yeah. but definitely not this week. No. No, absolutely not. All right. Moving on now to the Steelers and the Browns. This is the last game of the 1 o'clock. Uh, interesting that it's listed last. Uh, because of the Browns, I'm sure. But, um, you know, are we full systems go on Josh Gordon yet? Probably not, right? Because he's I not mean, starting. It depends what your roster looks like. Hugh Jackson's 
an idiot. It depends what your roster yeah, looks like. Yeah, it does. If you went, you know, if you picked your your tight end and your quarterback in the in the early rounds, you might be pigeonholed. You might be forced to start Josh Gordon right. with one, and that's why we don't do those types of things. That's why but, we don't do those. You things, know, yeah. but if you did, um, to be honest with you, no, I would not be excited to start Josh Gordon no. this week. He hasn't even been there. It's no, just, yeah. It's just tough to say to me that he's just going to go out there and get. A target share that's he's not going to get a dominant target share. It, I don't think week one. It wouldn't excite me to start him, but if you're talking about guys who where it only takes one play, yeah, he's also in true, that right? company. Like, that's true. Firmly. Um, so if we're not on Josh Gordon, is it? Do we think it's a high volume week for Jarvis Landry? Then I think every week is a high volume week for Jarvis Landry. Fair enough. Honest. I don't think that he succeeds that much of a target share. I think him and Duke Johnson really continue to do what they do well yeah why go away from that jarvis duke and, uh, johnson hyde are even gonna, what are i wrote about in the, the hills i'm willing yeah. to die on with uh, josh gordon i just think these are two of the most heavily targeted players at their position over the past few years yeah, yeah. so give them their targets and they'll you know they'll pay dividends yeah. and he wasn't there in right. the in the formative time where <laughs> you would like fight for targets <laughs> there's jarvis and duke yeah. johnson putting in the work while you're not even in yep. practice all righty uh Cool thing the NFL is doing. There's one game that starts at 4.05, and then there's three that start at 4.25. So the 4.05 game, Chiefs-Chargers in Los Angeles in the soccer stadium still, So you'll get to watch that one by yourself for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Maybe Can't the first wait to, quarter. Yeah. Um, I feel like you start everybody in this game. I just had a funny thought. Like, if you want to roll up Mahomes as your starter, I don't know that it's, like, a great week for him, but yeah. I get it. This uh, game gets interrupted on Red Zone to show who's kneeling in the next slate of games. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That, that's a good point. For sure. Scott Hansen pointing him out. Yep. Can he still play at four? No, he's 1 o'clock. Yeah, he's, he's a one. definite kneeler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, who are we talking about now? Chiefs Chargers. I think that Mahomes, I'd be scared of Mahomes, to be honest. I think the Chargers defense is going to be very good, but... I would trust Tyree Kill. I would trust Kelsey. I would trust Hunt. You got to trust Kareem Hunt with where you drafted him. Yeah, yeah, and especially because when Mahomes has been good in the preseason, he's been good to those guys. Right. He has not been good to Sammy Watkins yet, so I am going nowhere near him. Yeah, Tyree Kill, one of the largest target shares in the preseason, uh, from quarterback to wide receiver. You know, ratio. Gotta love that. Highest Emmanuel Sanders. Just to throw that out there. Yeah. But uh, Tyree Kill right up there as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I trust Tyree Kill unequivocally. It's hard to know exactly when he's going to pop off. We want to talk about another guy who just takes one play. Yep. Yeah. You know, I know that you know people have regretted sitting him. Some people may be in this very room. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. The uh, moving on, over man. to the uh, the Chargers love love everyone. Everybody. I yeah. mean, even even if you're in a bind, I would pick up Gates and start him. Yeah. Not even sure. kidding. I would I would have no problem starting him if yeah. you know Derek Johnson was their cover linebacker too for tight end. Yeah, so. if you don't love your matchup at tight end, go pick up Gates and start him. He'll get you a couple catches and he might score. I agree. They're and playing in Los Allen, Angeles. Like Gates is gonna I feel like Gates is almost a lock to score. Keenan Allen sneakily has one of the biggest opportunities of all wide receivers this week. He, he can throw easy, down WR one. He week. can easily be the wide receiver one. The uh, if the Browns get away from if the yeah. uh Steelers get away from the Browns, there's not gonna be much need. Yeah. So Dallas and Carolina. I think this could be a happy cam week, which is always fun. Yeah. I, I like love that starting call. the year on a happy I like cam that week. Call. I think it's going to be a happy CMC week. Ooh, I, I think it's going to be a happy Panthers week. Yeah. It might be a sad Dak week, but yeah. we'll see if he can get it done. Yeah. Uh, I hope to see Michael Gallup. It's not a perfect matchup for that guy with the interior coverage the way it is with the Panthers. Right. But, you know. Yeah, who's catching the deep ball for Dallas against well, the Panthers? You Gallup know, that's... caught a 30-yard touchdown in the preseason, so my hopes are still open yeah. that he is going to be a guy that can break the top off. Okay. But – I can't what about annoy- former first-round pick Tavon Austin? Well, he's playing running back now. Oh, right. right. He's I mean, get it the doesn't carries. mean they won't line him up outside. True. He Somebody, some, I wish... Someone should. I wish I knew who was going to beat them deep because they're going to get beat deep. Yeah, they always do. <laughs> and my hope is that it's Michael Gallup. Yeah. Yeah. But am I banking on that? No. Not yet. Yeah. Not even close. All right. Uh, Washington, Arizona. I feel like this is a roll everybody out game, but because I don't think a lot of people are going to be starting Alex Smith unless they're in a two QB league. I just feel if like they are, they're probably in a bind at the position anyway. So even though we did shut them down, we do kind of need to roll them out. Crowder, I think if you got, I'd him, be a little nervous for Crowder. Start him. I don't yeah, think I'd be, I would be starting a shadow corner, and I wouldn't be starting any um, Redskins receiver yet. Yeah. No? They yeah. went so late that you must have better depth. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Option. You're right. Yeah, to you're right. just try and see it out, and especially yeah, like, with Peterson 
being a shadow corner, I would have been okay with Crowder. But if he's going to shadow him, then yeah. he's in trouble. By the way, Washington gave up the fourth most points to running backs last year. David Johnson comeback game. Oh, yeah. Run Big time go. statement. I'm, I, I'm I mean, loving that. And moving oh, over that to thing. Arizona, obviously, you're starting David Johnson. Yeah. And obviously, I'm never going to tell you to bench Larry Fitz. No. So. Larry Legend. And they, I mean, they matchup. just traded Fuller yeah. away. So great matchup. They slide Larry into the slot. I think <sighs> he, he, he could throw down, you know, one it's of over. those monster Larry. It's over. Weeks. Yeah. He could be very much worth it yeah. in uh, daily. I'm thinking Keenan Allen, Larry Fitz. Might be in my in my daily lineups. And I we've like got it. a team with both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and David Johnson. <laughs> Seahawks Broncos over under three and a half sacks for Bradley Chubb and Von Miller. I have the Broncos defense in a couple leagues actually, <laughs> and I I picked them for for a season long prospect because I do think that their their defense is going to return to form and yeah. just be awesome. But Russell Wilson better have that spinning bailout move ready to go. And then I saw that, and then he I does. saw the first matchup, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to keep Denver and yeah. give them the shot against Seattle because I really think that they can do some damage. Um, I think that one of the things that I've noticed more throughout the preseason that we didn't bring up is Tom's boy Emmanuel Sanders cool. is the number one target in Denver until proven yeah. otherwise. Case Keenum has fed him yeah. in the preseason and has. Barely even looked at Demarius Thomas. He's so, had, he had a 75-yard drive. If you have Emmanuel Sanders on your team and you're like, eh, should I flex him? Yes. Eh, should I WR2 him? Yes. I think easily He's you should be. He's not an unsexy option. He's only just being drafted that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When we know Tom loves him. He's full go. And oh, like yeah. we said, uh, just to reiterate, Chris Carson, probably probably a wait-a-week kind of guy, especially for how much – Let's see how Seattle Broncos is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Too, you know, especially against that defense. Yep. It's tough. The Sunday night. Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman. We love him. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I think, I, I think I'm starting Royce Freeman, but I'm a, I'm a little concerned just because they're still going to start Devontae Booker, as annoying as that is. So yeah. And he's going to leech carries away from Royce Freeman. For even now. Though, yeah, for now. It might just be for one week, but for this week, that makes me a little concerned. Yeah, I agree. I see it. Yeah, I agree. Bears-Packers. Besides Allen Robinson, do we start everybody? I mean, you could start Allen Robinson, but yeah. Yeah. you just got to temper your expectations. I yeah. think I'm going Tariq Cohen. I'm, I'm this is a starting. start everyone week. You can start Mitch Trubisky here in a bind, yeah. and I am, actually. Yeah, yeah he's your FanDuel guy. Uh, yeah, but also in a in a in a league. Yes, I, that's I right. Yeah, that's right. Mitch, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I even kind of if if Randall Cobb's a go, I feel like he always scores against the Bears. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I think I had him last year, and he might have scored twice against yeah. him. So he was um, the guy that caught that fourth downhill Mary to send the Packers to the playoffs when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So like, I feel like he always d- does damage against yep. the Bears. So maybe someone yeah. to consider as well. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Uh, Jets Lions uh, probably not too many Jets being started but if you're going to throw Bilal Powell out there as your flex I don't hate it yeah uh, Isaiah Crowell did not was not available for much of the preseason because of concussion issues and like Bilal Powell might have won that job anyway should have so like I, I kind of like him you know in a in a decent spot we'll see how it goes with him but like I, I kind of do like him for the Lions Stafford Tate Jones I would wait a week on the on the Lions running backs to be honest yep uh, just because I have no idea how that how that. If I was in a mega I bind, a year on on Johnson. Yeah, yeah, for real. If I was in a mega bind, I could see myself plopping Riddick in there. Yeah, for, for sure. A, yeah, for, for a like couple a catches. Sixteen man yep. PPR league. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, now, yeah. yeah, week one, <laughs> week one probably not, but you know, like later down the line, you yeah. know, Riddick will will have his days. Yeah, I'm sure. Rams Raiders shutting down Derek Carr. Um, Amari Cooper, you, where you drafted him, you probably are going to end up starting him. Uh, and I think he'll get targeted. Yeah. It's just his red zone inefficiencies. And yeah. I think yeah. he's in his own head so much that of course. it's it's really tough to yeah. get excited. I mean, and he, he's either facing Aqib Tlaib or Marcus Peters every play. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I acknowledge, we acknowledge the possibility that he could be great. Yeah. Yes. We, we think just he's a guy. We just, just certainly... I got burned by it last I'm time. I'm not paying for it anymore. Yeah. You know? I actually even started to warm to him during the draft season. I didn't end up getting him anywhere, but like he, I was considering him for the first time since his rookie year <laughs> this year. So I do believe that there there could be uh, you know a turnaround for him. Oh, they yeah, for sure. They are releasing Martavis Bryant. Yes, the they did. Yeah, I think we covered that. Yes, we did. Yeah, we got that one, I think. But worth repeating because yeah. that was such a – that was maybe one of – is that the worst move that they've made? They just gave away a third-round pick. Gave away a third-round pick. For no reason. For no reason at all. 
Good, good for one. the Steelers, I guess. I guess. Yeah, great for the Steelers. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> this is cool, I guess. Uh, hopefully you thought that our pump picks and shutdowns were cool. Um, gentlemen, I'm, I'm so pumped for Sunday. I cannot wait. We made it through. We made it. Wow, we made nice. it. 22 episodes we did before... Uh, well, 24 with the, with the with two the minis, bonuses. right? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed all of that. Uh, listen, it's time. Let's go. We want your start sit questions. At Ruts FF. Tom's at Hillier FF. Scott's at Wags FF. Quit DMing I'm at Why So Serious. Yeah, we don't, you don't need to Put DM it out us. there for the world <laughs> yeah. to see. There's yeah. no shame in There's your no lineups. We're, listen, we're, we are all here to help everybody. Yes. You know, I can't wait till the listeners start responding to other listeners that they don't know. I, I, yes, that's what we need. I'm excited. Network. I'm excited for this season. So please let us know what you need to do or what you need help with on Twitter at RutsFF, at Why So Serious, at HillierFF, at WagsFF. We will be on Instagram on Monday with our Mad Catch Monday. That's back. Submit your suggestions too. You can tweet us the pictures that you find if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, do the work for us. Uh, yeah, we found one from uh, the, we found one from college because we were yeah, what a catch. Well, oh it was my amazing. god! I watched amazing. that. I watched that live. I was going draft nuts. that kid yeah. right now. Yeah, Haskins, his name is. <laughs> Keep an eye on him for dynasty redrafts. All right, that's gonna do it. We will see you next Tuesday for the week one recap, Woo! and then next Thursday for the week two preview. Football. Two episodes a week. We are officially back to it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Keep scoring.